0: to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. Welcome back adventurers. This is the Elder Scrolls Lorecast and I am your host Tom or Robots. Uh and if it wasn't for Sea Chaser here, our patron, I'd be flying solo right now because Lotus of Doom has a little bit of a thing that he has to be doing right now, but he might jump in a little bit later. And this is our patron episode for April. We, we delayed it a little bit, tried to make it work out for as many people could join us as possible. But it turns out that it might just be me and Sea Chaser chatting, kind of like the old days when it was like me and Lincoln just having kind of one-on-one chats. Uh, but it's kind of fun because we get to spend a little bit more time and dig a little bit more deeply into to the things that Sea Chaser wants to talk about. And Sea Chaser, well, welcome back, buddy. How's it going?
1: Hey, I'm good, Tom. How are you doing today?
0: Doing good, good doing good. Um, In the pre-show, you were showing me uh, the engine of your Mustang that you're working on, which looks really cool.
1: Yeah, I don't think I showed you this last time, but we also have aircraft in
0: here. Oh, crap, that's that's really cool. I So, an uncle of mine lives in Alaska, and he has a plane um, because he uses it to get to his like summer home <laughs> that he keeps out, you know, away from the city. Um, and he has to get, he can only get to it by boat or plane, uh, or maybe snow machine. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's awesome. That's really cool stuff. So welcome, welcome back to the show. Um, we were talking, you live in Alaska, right? And it's getting warm there, yeah. which to use like fifties and sixties in in oh, degrees yeah. uh, Fahrenheit. So, whew that's, that's, that's My camera's still cool. a little
1: messed up right now. So I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, you're coming through a little staticky too. So I don't know if maybe you get a little closer to your mic, if that'll help. I don't, I don't know how, how that'll, that'll play out. It's, earpiece. it's in your so, earpiece. Yeah. Maybe, I don't yeah. know. Maybe the, it's the device well, you have.
1: Uh, I got
0: that fan going on. Oh, maybe that's it. Um, but today we are talking about a few different things. I I threw some ideas out there for things that we can discuss and sea Chaser's been playing Skyrim again, but not fast traveling, which is kind of a fun experience. I've done that. If you haven't done that before, then it's worth a try because you get all the experiences of all the things that happen between the locations that you're traveling to. And it really extends the game a good bit. Um, And then we're also going to dig into a little bit about the divines because we've been talking about the divines. And then I also wanted to, you know, just chat about the new companion system coming to ESO. So we'll be digging into that stuff as well. Lotus might pop in later. We might have other patrons show up. You never know what's going to happen. So let's let's just start this off with talking about your your Skyrim playthrough Uh, during the pre show. We were talking about it and you were saying that you're you're pretty significantly into it, right? You've played through most of the main quest. You've done the whole main quest. You've now set, okay, and, and if I get this wrong, then feel free to correct me. You've settled down with your wife and kids and are basically like the wealthiest people in town, and you go between all your fancy properties and, and you're basically on vacation permanently. Is that, is that a good summary?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the most gold I've had at one time was like 40 grand that I just sort of somehow collected and then I spent it all at once. Okay. <laughs> almost all at once. What did,
0: did you spend it on houses? Uh, what did you spend it on?
1: Probably. <laughs> or like, I uh, can't remember what it was, but might have had to do something with the... Uh, uh, it might have been the uh, quest in um, Solstheim with the weird uh, Daedric, no, not Daedric, uh Dragon Priest and Mm -hmm. the dark elf that tricks you into giving him gold to dig up this dragon priest. So I think most of my gold went into that quest because every time you talk to him, he wants more money to pay for more miners.
0: (laughs) So you just kept giving him money?
1: Yeah, and then (laughs) you find out that he was under the control of a dragon priest and who um, was using him to dig his burial out his grave out, ah. resting place,
0: whatever. Right, right. Yeah, Crystal in chat says, so a Scientologist. <laughs> oh, man. Well, welcome to Stream Chat, by the way. We are live, uh, even though it's Tuesday night, we're live at twitch.tv slash robots radio. Yeah. And, dude, we have um, we have Rich uh, coming to join us on Thursday. Rich Lambert from uh, the uh, Zenimax team, he's the creative director on ESO. And that's going to be super exciting we'll be live again in two days with him as our guest um and there, man there's going to be so many cool things coming out with this next expansion are you excited about the new expansion
1: so i don't play esl oh yeah you don't play dude you need to play, ESO. play ESO. You, gotta get, you gotta jump in there it's good yeah so i'm i'm gonna wait till after i go through basic trainings with the military before i get into it that's probably a good idea uh,
0: yeah yeah well, we maybe we'll we'll hold off our conversation about the uh, companion system till next week because I I want to get other people's thoughts on this because they put out a big update today about just some some more you know behind the scenes stuff about companions in Skyrim. So, you have uh, a few companions in your playthrough. You've got your wife. So explain explain like you did to me at the beginning. You are what?
1: So my character, his name is Sever S E V R. Because uh, I did, couldn't, didn't know what would be a good orc name when starting because I play an orc.
0: Right. That's, and, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I like orcs there. Yeah. Well, I mean, the name. I, I really I, like orcs are know. fine, but like, the, the name's uh, fine. It's name, a good name. Well, they usually sure. like, like Oroch or... Whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Eh, you could, that could be uh, an orc name. I think that's totally, that's totally fine.
1: So I like the way how in Skarm you can like play it so your character lost all memory at the beginning so that's sort of how i've done it uh-huh. so he just so i guess technically when i stepped down off that wagon they're like who are you i just thought of a name and that was it <laughs> this is
0: it this is who i am i guess this is who i am
1: i don't know who i am but i must kill dragons hey but uh yeah so i play an orc he's got his dark elf wife which uh, is janessa from that one I don't know. Is it it's kind of a the drunken huntsman or something? I think that's where you find her in Maybe. White Run.
0: It's been so long since we, I played through a lot of that content, but yeah, I, that might be it.
1: Where where she's in there and you hire her as a mercenary and then you can go marry her cuz that's how Skyrim works.
0: Right, right. So, you're married so you're an orc married to a dark elf and then you have kids?
1: Yes, I got the two nord daughters.
0: Okay. So how does, how they're adopted? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you can't have biological. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how you make that work out biologically.
1: Yeah. So yeah, there's, uh, one of the daughters was from running around white run where you can adopt the children. Mm-hmm. And I can't, and I think the other one was from rift
0: Day. Okay. So you've got your two Nord daughters, Orc. Yes. Orc male. You're right, you playing male Orc, female
1: Orc male, female
0: Dark Elf. Dark white. Elf. Two Orc dot da- two. I'm sorry. Two Nord daughters, and then two Nord daughters. You have a house, in the- Carl. You have like the uh. So, I have
1: Lydia as the. She's my. So I don't know. Since technically we we live in, he is the steward at my house at um. The Hell Arch and Hall, which is technically part of—I uh, don't know my holds very well—but it's a, one of the Hearthfire uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe someone in chat knows which hold it's in. But it's like right above White Run. But so I don't know if House Carols. Yeah, a part of what,
0: yeah. Whatever, I get, I get what you're saying.
1: Whatever hold that, but she's, so she's, she's your the steward at the house.
0: <laughs> steward right? I'm Stuart sworn to carry your house, burdens. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you got her. I
1: always feel, feel bad when she says that too. When you have her as a follower, like I'm sworn to carry your burdens, like
0: yeah she's so go, passive aggressive she's, she's like you can go do something else <sighs> okay if you i have later. to you're right right all right so you've got all you've got this little troop of people she's she's kind of like your butler slash maid slash yeah uh babysitter when you go out yeah takes care when of the kids I,
1: yeah um i originally had a um dawn guard woman as my steward but i came back to the house one day and i found her dead body lying there i don't know what happened
0: oh geez
1: yeah did vampires Sorry, show they,
0: up and kill her
1: I, I well every now and then we get like bandit raids because <laughs> the house just sort of sits there with no like walls around it or anything it's just an open house but oh, i didn't de- i man. didn't think that they could die like that
0: yeah yeah there's weird stuff that can happen in the game all right so is there anybody else
1: and then we have one female Lord Bard.
0: Okay, so you're surrounded by a lot of women.
1: Yeah, and I did not intentionally do that.
0: Oh. Mm. It, just it, just, it just kinda happened. It just kinda happened. Of it just kinda happened. You were maybe your your orc is, is like a ladies' man. Maybe he's got like uh,
1: so when I when I when I made him in the character creation, I wanted to make the most
0: attractive orc I could. So. Yeah, yeah. Did you give him a fancy mustache? I,
1: he had the I had the goatee, I think with the, uh, sort of braided mm, goatee, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I've been playing him so long now that I went to the, um, that face molder lady in the, uh, underneath Riftin and that, right. whatever that bar down there. Right. And I made the hair gray. I've been been playing him so long He's probably aged quite a bit now
0: (laughs) He's been through a lot Might as well age him All right. okay yeah I do that too sometimes Sometimes I'll revise my characters over time And make them a little bit different or a little bit more Worn looking you know sometimes add a scar You know or or whatever That's fun I mean this is kind of a fun thing So now what do you do Like you've played through the main quest have you done Any other of the other like Side quest lines like the prominent ones
1: Yeah so I did um, the Civil War before I finished the main quest.
0: Oh, okay. What side did you go with? I mean, you're an orc, so that's kind of a tricky...
1: All hail the Empire.
0: All right, so you're you're a pro-Empire orc.
1: Yeah, Ulfric Stormcloak is a racist bastard.
0: Well, there you go. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Coming from an orc, I guess, you know, there you go. All right, so you finish that. You finish the main quest line. Are you uh i mean are you like the, the what what's he called um you know the top of the mages guild the uh,
1: uh so mages guild is the one i
0: have not done. that's the one you haven't done no, what is the name of the top Tim. guy I, I need to play through I, this stuff again i've, I've dabbled in I've, it a few times but over the years but
1: i've done mages guild with other characters
0: i've created mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just archmage. archmage archmage right yeah archmage probably yeah the Arch, archmage arc or archmage and then there's the yeah. um did you play, you play through the thieves guild you did all the
1: so the way i did it i did the civil war main quest um i think the companions not uh not the companions the um vampire hunter guys
0: uh-huh right the well the, um, the whole expansion thing with the vampires that are live off the coast and the, yeah yeah
1: and on that side i chose the vampire hunters okay because i didn't quite like the uh, vampire lords at the time way so, uh, they looked mm-hmm. they were kind of creepy mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but at that time i or right before that time i had been playing this as a normal vampire which i had healed by that time
0: so you undid and it so you went back to being i undid it non-vampire okay
1: yeah and then I can't remember which one I did first, but either the companions or the, um, dark brotherhood.
0: Okay. So you did the whole thing with the night mother and the coffin and, uh, the creepy guy, what was his name? Um, uh, 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 no, what was his name?
1: It starts starts with a C.
0: C. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: Siestro, Siestro, uh, Siestro.
0: It's a it's a German. I mean, sorry. It's a Roman. It's a Roman name, isn't it? Um, yeah. Oh, somebody in chat's going to tell us. I'm sure people are yelling at their car stereos right now. Um, of course. Cicero. Yeah, Cicero. That, that was it. Thank you, Nekumata. Um Cicero. Yeah. So you did the whole thing with Cicero. So how did you? How did you play through that? Do you remember?
1: Well, so I first came across Cicero um, as he was going towards White Ron because there's a little little fun quest there you can do. Yeah. So on on the, the road. It was between. Between my house and White Run, where you can run into him on the road and yep. the uh, Night Mother's,
0: um, it's like the cart's um, broken coffin. down. Yeah, and the coffin's, coffins like hanging off the side. The yeah. Yeah.
1: And he wants want you to go convince the farmer to help him or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the farmer doesn't want to help him; wants him to get away
0: because so he's I a super weirdo that, with a
1: coffin. I thought <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know what that was. So he was like he. I was like, yeah, he's. I chose the farmer side, so I talked to a guard there patrolling the road, and like, hey, this guy's smuggling weapons. I think that was like the option. Okay. But so I was when like this you... is a weird, weird jester guy, so uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So when you meet him as part of the Dark Brotherhood quest, he probably already had a not good opinion of you.
1: Yeah, he recognized <laughs> me. He was like, hey, I don't like you. I
0: don't like you. But... You're a jerk. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, you play through that stuff. Did you save the Brotherhood? The Dark Brotherhood? How does that wrap yeah. up? I'm trying to remember how that wraps up. Um, Basically, everything um, falls uh, apart. And then yeah, you. So
1: a- Astrid betrays you when you tried to poison the Emperor. Right. And you get back and you find the Dark Brotherhood place on fire.
0: Right. Did you poison and the Emperor?
1: You, you poisoned the fake Emperor. He's not the real Emperor. Okay. In uh-huh. a stand in. Uh You go back to the Dark Brotherhood secret base and Empire had broken in. The place is burning. You find Astrid and you she has all the stuff for uh uh, no you find her after everything burned I think. Something like that. Mm -hmm. And she admits to betraying but you still go out to carry the quest and you sneak aboard the ship. Right. The Emperor's ship and you go in and talk you can talk to him before you kill him right he accepts the fact that he's gonna get killed but then and he asks you if you can kill the guy who hired him which i did so (laughs) okay all right so technically apparently someone mentioned this to me a while back but titus mead when you kill him had all this stuff to uh uh try to contact the night mother in the office there Mm mm-hmm so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it sounds legit to me. So,
0: yeah, there's some places you can find where people look like they were obviously doing some summoning or, or some uh, contacting of the, the Dark Brotherhood. Um, so did you do the Thieves Guild stuff? We haven't talked yeah, about that yet. So the Nightingale um, right. quest lines. Yeah, and,
1: I, I, and that's the most recent one I've done. I finished it relatively recently, but okay. um, I started it a while back. But my character wasn't really set up for sneaking and thieving right Because i'd done the uh dark Brotherhood stuff mm-hmm. and i'd like to kill people
0: so you just kill people openly as, as the dark in the dark brotherhood because that's one of the two uh-huh. the, the two sections of the game that i feel that have the most similarities in the way you can play through them are the dark brotherhood and the thieves guild stuff because you can be sneaky in both and in the so dark brotherhood you set it up so it looks like they got murdered by something else right
1: So i got mayroon's razor like right at the beginning of the dark brotherhood quest and so i just have to sneak up behind someone and pretty much always got that sneak attack instant kill right and so i can tell i can sneak up behind someone i know that no one's looking at me kill someone and just walk away Mm. so that's pretty much how i went around doing
0: that yeah but then being sneaky for the thieves skill stuff wasn't so simple because it wasn't just like a one-hit kill
1: yeah i got gotcha. you. since the thieves guild they don't want you to kill people
0: right right
1: okay but i just want to kill people
0: <laughs> so did you end up in good standing with them at the end or did you like um well that's not how the game works <laughs> right but you like can... did you just like you murder mean... people anyway
1: um, only if they saw me, I would try to sneak around them, but that didn't work very often. <laughs> okay. But my lockpicking is good enough so that I can get into most uh, locks, push chests, doors, whatever.
0: So it sounds like funny. you have kind of more of a uh, like a m- melee heavy armor kind of build.
1: Yeah. Okay. Since I didn't understand how armor worked when starting playing it like i didn't know anything about the lore at all which is pretty much how i found you Uh right Um, i found i found you because i wanted to know what happened to the dwarves
0: yeah and good luck because only todd howard really knows so there's a lot of speculation out there but
1: yeah so then through you i found aramithias and that was his first episode Mm -hmm. and i was listening to it at work i'm like i don't understand a word this guy's saying but (laughs) all right
0: (laughs) yeah he uses a lot of um like college level uh yeah well then like the weird words from the the games and then also college level like uh philosophy language um yeah like
1: like, is everything this guy talking about like a mind trip because like (laughs) mantling and chim
0: yeah yeah there's there's a chance that uh, some of the people writing that stuff at the time might have um been on certain substances who knows
1: or um, the whole or the whole game all the games are from an elder Scroll. that's a thing too
0: yeah yeah that could be a thing
1: that that just has an elder scroll down in their basement that they make games from
0: <laughs> yeah, right there you go and that's why sometimes things change is because the elder scrolls are constantly changing and because exactly yeah they're they're never the same thing when you look at them twice um so we've I, been I, I, oh go ahead
1: uh I started listening to the uh, Skyrim book club recently cuz uh, Lotus mentioned something about that. Mm-hmm. And last time we talked on uh, Elder Scrolls patron chat uh we were talking about the uh TV show or movies. Yeah. Based off Elder Scrolls. And some of those books are long. Some of those stories are long.
0: Yeah, yeah, like um Baron Zaya uh-huh and um the uh, what was it the uh, i can't think of the names right now um but yeah the, some of them are like multi multi-part books they're like little novel novelettes
1: like like the uh there's two different book series on baron zaya herself mm. like one of them's like the true story of baron zaya where she's a secret mistress of Talos of tyroseptum mm-hmm. but in the other one the biography of baron zaya or something Uh, she was just good friends with the family and liked by everyone.
0: Right. Different variations of the story with very different.
1: You can just make like one large show with where they just make each longer book out of like a couple episodes dedicated to this book or something.
0: Hmm. That's That's an interesting idea.
1: Like seeing everything Baron Zion went through with all the different husbands and running away from her adopted parents.
0: Oh, yeah, there's there's all sorts of stories that you can you could build uh, books out of Um, even some of the quest lines in the games could be their own little, you know, multi episode series of just events. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. There's a lot of a lot of stuff there. Well, we've been. Uh, in the recent episodes, other than the dragon name one, which we'll get back to soon. We've been talking about the divines, the eight or nine divines, and we've gotten through the first few of them. And I think it's interesting when you, you're kind of role-playing your character. You would say that, right? Yeah. You're you're making decisions based on who your character is and what kinds of things they would do in the world. And I especially think that's interesting when you take into consideration the world that your character lives in and the kinds of decisions they would make. Um, So to ask the question, like, would your character worship one of the divines? And if so, which one would they worship? Uh, You have an orc character. So somebody like Malakath would make a lot of sense as somebody you would worship.
1: But I'm also playing. I'm also role playing as someone who lost his memory. Right. So. Right. He doesn't. So he necessarily doesn't know anything about orcish culture.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're pro empire. And you have a very diverse household. You know a dark elf and two yeah. Nord children. So here, let's let's just go through real quick each of the the eight or nine divines. We can we can include wait, Talos. Let, wait, let
1: me see. Wait, let me see. Let me see what I can do. Okay. Um, um Talos, Mara, Kinarish, um, Ju- Julie, Julianos. Uh
0: huh. Julianos.
1: Julianos. Um, that's four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Five more. Um, did I say Kinarish?
0: Yep okay uh, chat's gonna start uh, helping just, you i know it
1: uh, I, can't, I can't i don't have the chat pulled up so you'll have to um um so julius is the nah, He's the guy with the horn so you've already that key
0: uh, the, the way they look uh mm-mm. like
1: they're, they're statues
0: right i'm trying to remember what like, all the statues look like um
1: talos has Jul- the axe
0: julianus has the triangle triangle
1: um, like the black black pyramid thing
0: little pyramid looking triangle thing
1: from made uh, from ebony if you have the
0: um i don't eh, maybe you, uh, what do you mean made from ebony is there an item that
1: you're so so out? if no if you if you have the uh, hearthfire dlc when you're building your house mm-hmm. um you can have your own you can have all the nine divines on a little shelf so you can okay. get their different I never bonuses. did that
0: i never did that So and when you
1: so when you craft his yeah it's i think it's made from ebony
0: okay yeah i i, I never did that so ah. that's interesting um yeah so
1: i know at least four
0: okay so there's there's akatosh right we talked about akatosh oh that's the first one right <laughs> Akatosh, the dragon god of time right he's the main one right <laughs> he's RK only, he's only the big guy he's only the know? big guy yeah especially when it comes to the m- most important right right the events of some of the the games um then there's rk uh so that's like birth and death and cycles of life oh uh-huh, yeah. uh yeah. things like that and dibella who is art and beauty also sexuality
1: multi-breasted woman
0: uh multi-breasted and arm? Multi- yes was that her I think man it, i think that's the one you were talking about yeah like, I, I think that was her I, I, that in some cultures she's uh maybe it was the khajiit was it was it i'm trying to remember
1: yeah i, I always I read have, her name wrong yeah i always I, read the name wrong too i read it as diabella instead of Dabella. Huh,
0: okay um, I do too many of these lore shows, so everything gets all mixed up in my head. Then Julianus, uh, logic, wisdom, magic, like the art of magic, yeah. education, things like that, history, law. Uh, Kinnereth is uh, the heavens and winds and rain, like the sky, also travel and sailors. Mara is love, compassion, and the bounty of nature, marriage ceremonies and fertility, that kind of thing. Stendar is mercy, justice, righteousness. When you think of Stendar, I think of like the like oh, yeah. judge.
1: The Stentar what Village, Villiance the guy you you always run to on the roads who hunt vampires.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. And then there's Xenathar, who is the god of work, commerce, and wealth. Um uh, business, ventures, uh industry. Things like that. Yeah. So and then, of course, there's Talos, who's, the, Talos. you know, the mortal who became a god. Um, so your character, what's what's your orcs' name again?
1: Um, Sever. So Sever.
0: Sever. Who would Sever worship primarily? So You can worship all of them, but, like, who would... Generally, you have, like, a primary worship, like, the one that you kind of...
1: Yeah. Link up so, with the most? A little a background on me personally i am a practicing christian so that's always Mm -hmm. been interesting for me trying to figure something out like that right but Um, there's
0: there's no christianity in this world i guess uh, talos is similar to a jesus type character in that it's a mortal that is also a god
1: if you look at the skull up in solstein they're pretty, they're monotheistic lords. hmm. With their all maker. So, personally, I would probably end up practicing with them. But from my orc, from Severus' point of view, I don't know. Mightn't, he might not, he might just worship Meridia, the uh, Daedric lord. Cause really, I like her cut. I like the cut of her gym.
0: Okay, what what about her specifically?
1: But, oh, just the whole light, like how she's like the. From what I know, from my perspective, mm-hmm. as the only good, Daedric Lord.
0: Right, she's. I've I mean, she stuff, seems to be good. Like all of the Daedra have good. their own interests at heart. Of course, but, but and then.
1: But probably Talos, because of the taboo of worshipping him. That sounds
0: so. You would be pro empire, but then also pro Talos.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. This is-
0: <laughs> how does this work?
1: It's not pro. It's not anti empire to worship Talos. It's anti High Elves, anti Thalmor to worship Talos. Uh huh in the next game when the empire beats the thalmor back okay they'll probably bring back the worship of talos
0: oh so this is an interesting prediction okay so you think that's the way it's going to be like there's yeah, going to be some sort of turn at the end of it like things are degrading the empire's divided the the high elves are, or, or at least the thalmor are taking control
1: and they like what what are what are the Thalmor gonna do to the uh, most powerful, most richest guy in Skyrim?
0: <laughs> Which is your character, right?
1: Yeah, like it's gone to the point where ever, actually it's, the Thalmor have started attacking me too. But whenever I'd see them on the road, I'd just start attacking them. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah! I, I got to that point usually pretty quickly in the games, where I was just like, ah, oh, these jerks. Even before I understood actually, anything about the lore, I was just like, "I have to kill these guys because they're such jerks."
1: Yeah. Hey, I didn't know anything about them before, so I just sort of talked to them. and Like, "What? What are you guys?" And they're like, "Uh, like, get away from us!" Right,
0: right. They're all
1: you're like, under us. You're dirt. I'm like, "All right, I don't like you."
0: <laughs> okay, jerk. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Taste, taste my steel
0: sword. Yep, yep. I had the same uh, reaction, um, and I think you're kind of supposed to. I think that's generally the the idea there is that they're um they're hard to connect with they're hard yeah. it's it, they seem so high and mighty and over everybody else and they think they're so right and everyone else is wrong wouldn't that be the perfect twist though in the story like for the next major game for elder scrolls six like what if they are right
1: i don't care
0: I don't care because they're jerks. (laughs) I mean, like there are a lot of people who are right about things and nice about it. And then there's a lot of people who are right about things and total jerks about it. It doesn't change the fact that they're right.
1: I don't think the next game would force me to work with them. I don't think Well, maybe they don't force you to work work with
0: them, but maybe the ending, like maybe the end of the game, your decision if you go against what they're working on, ends up resulting in like a worse-off situation.
1: I don't think the world of uh is it so Like what, what if Tiber Septum
0: seen? is a false god? Mm, so? but I, so here, okay, so let's let's pull some There's let's pull of our no own
1: proof that he's there's no proof that he isn't and there's no proof that he is there's but no what if, proof that w- any of the adra actually exists
0: well uh, akatosh shows up in the form of a of a dragon when summoned by um uh what's his face um, in in at the yeah. end of oblivion
1: martin Martin's martin septum
0: um and and there, well, there is true power in the the gem in the medallion that
1: could, that could be
0: mantling Like Martin Septon became a dragon and mantled
1: Akatosh? He he mantled the idea of Akatosh. Whoa. If you follow an idea, if you believe in an idea so much, when does it become real? You
0: think Martin Septon mantled Akatosh? Yeah. Okay. So, all this gets so complex. Um, That's an interesting idea. That's an interesting idea. Okay, so let's just go back to the what-ifs. What if that Thalmor are right that Tiber Septim is a false God like to, to you as a person, like we're, we're not talking characters in the game. We're talking you as a person, right? The idea of a false God, uh, to somebody who's a Christian is, is a very serious thing, right? That's like, you know, you don't want to worship idols. It's, you can get distracted from the true faith. You can, there's a lot of terrible things that happen when you worship idols. Um, wouldn't that like, if that became provable, if, if they prove that would you, you as a person, would your gut be like, Oh, that you're right. They're right. I hate them, but they're right. Like that's a false God. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, so there's nothing in, uh, in the games about false deities. Cause, um, like the Akudans, they don't worship the, the, uh, or the, uh, Redguard.
0: Right, right.
1: They don't worship the magiins. They uh, dark elves. I don't don't I don't think they do either.
0: Yeah, it depends so, on the era, but most of the time they worshipped um, Daedra or the Tribunal.
1: Yeah, like the Tribunal. I okay. understand the Tribunal. Um, I would say that they are gods.
0: So you think the Tribunal are legitimate gods?
1: Yeah. Okay. And at if I was someone in, on Tamriel, and I saw Amalexia, um, Vivek, and the other guy, if I saw them in person,
0: uh-huh.
1: irregardless of what race I am, that would be evidence enough.
0: Because you could come across them because they would just seem so powerful?
1: Them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but they right. they can be killed. Like Ribwan mentions, don't they die in the third era? Like, they don't they don't necessarily live forever. They're not they're not immortal necessarily. So, so that doesn't yeah. like, so but so they so so your definition of somebody that is a true god is somebody who has godlike powers. Um, why not? okay i'm just i'm just trying to get to the, like the definition of it okay so, so stop, any, and
1: what's stopping the dragon what's stopping the dragonborn from being god
0: right like, like that's that's true like by your definition um anybody who acquires enough power is a legitimately a god in and of their own right so somebody like the the last dragonborn you know claiming all the souls of the dragons becoming very very powerful could be a, a god um somebody who is uh yeah. like like manny marco then at some points becomes powerful um, enough to be godlike
1: but the only god worth anything in tamriel is definitely mike the liar
0: <laughs> mike the liar what if mike the liar is the one true god what if you mike can't the liar kill him right right you, you can't literally
1: can't kill him right
0: okay he what if goes down what if mike the, what if what if christianity is a thing in in the world of Elder Scrolls and Mike the Liar is Jesus. And he's also like the one true infinite being, you know, like, and the true infinite being sent his son into the world as Mike the Liar, who's wandering the earth to save, ours, save us from sin. And in the next game, we we kill him. We hang him on a cross or some other terrible form of, of torture and, and he dies. For the sins of all of Tamriel <laughs> and we all and then and then an organization is formed which calls itself uh mikeianity or something <laughs> i don't know
1: i'm <laughs> just, just well, riffing I mean, here the, the empire is based off like
0: rome right yeah it's very roman which and would make sense rome rome killed jesus yeah, I mean, they were the ones who could crucify people, and they were in control of, you know, Israel at the time. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: so I. Talos, yeah, wouldn't make a good comparison to Jesus, because he is Roman. Roman.
0: That's true. That's true. Genghis Fly asks why is Christianity up in this? Because it came up earlier. He was mentioned we I've been we've been I've been interviewing Sea uh, Chaser about this and we've been talking about his character, but then he was also talking about his own perspectives on like which which divines he would worship as, as he is a Christian. So I wanted to bring this back to like a personal connection to, and then it just went off on some side tangent about Mike, the liar being Jesus, which I don't think is the case, but it would be very, very funny. Um, so, and yeah, no, this is not about any specific religion. This is all about this and our personal connections to the lore.
1: I do feel like Mike, the liar is an immortal being though. that just somehow exists.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Somebody else in chat po- posted, like, he's the Tom Bombadil. Um, so, if you know anything about the Lord of the Rings oh, yeah, books, uh, like, Tom Bombadil is just, like, this yeah, character that has Tom no Bombadil. real explanation how he's so powerful.
1: Except that that's how J.R.R. Tolkien wrote himself into the books.
0: So, you, you think that that's a personification of the writer, the author?
1: I'm pretty sure that's mentioned that it is. It's mentioned somewhere.
0: Like, in, in his interviews or something?
1: I don't or am I just in something I read?
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, that that could make sense because Mike the the Liar is kind of a personification of the developers in the game in that it, he breaks the fourth wall. He talks about yeah. analogies and things from like a game designer standpoint or a player standpoint. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe you got something there. I don't know. This is an interesting conversation. This is kind of going some interesting places. Uh, tell you what, uh, we need to take a quick break because I have to thank all of our patrons um, but we'll be back after that,
1: but it, especially me, because I'm your level one of your level five.
0: Yeah. And especially you, because you're, you're the one, uh, level five patron who also is here for the episode today. So, uh, yeah. so you got that like doubling up for you this week. All right, here, let's move on to the next part. Here we go.
1: The skies are marked with numberless sparks, <laughs> each a fire and every one a sign.
0: Oh, he's working. He's walking outside.
1: I just have to get my, uh charging cord from my truck
0: okay (laughs) this is an adventure this stream is an adventure um thank you for joining us on the 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 show today this is me and this me and the sea chaser show while he walks around uh outside and we hear wind sounds which is great yeah it's a bit
1: windy today (laughs) it's a bit windy i'm I'm wearing shorts i'm feeling a bit cold
0: yeah yeah man it's nice and cool where you are it's not where i am
1: i'm used to the cold
0: that's good um but anyway this is the middle of the show this is where i get to thank our patrons thank you to all of our patrons we have 48 of you right now and that is amazing thank you to everybody who helped support the show i very 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 much appreciate it this is what i do full time now are these shows and your support helps me to keep doing them so if it wasn't for you guys i wouldn't be here and especially thank thank you to our uh tier five and tier six patrons we have uh jared b who is our akatosh or Lorcon. i think he's akatosh from what i understand um he couldn't make the show today but thank you uh he also goes by pie man on the discord he also changes his name up because he does some other funny things on there too uh you'll see him around and then there's noodle out Al dente and Sea Chaser. Sea Chaser, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you guys yeah. are awesome. It's only like 50 bucks a month, but it's not too bad. It's not too bad, and it like really when, does help.
1: When I first started listening to you, and you talk about patrons, and I started listening to you in like February of 2020. Uh, I was like, I don't know how much patrons cause. And they're like, I don't want to spend a lot of money. On it. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's not that much. A lot of people who have said that they've signed up for the tier four, the $25 a month tier to to join us on the show every month um i've also gotten a lot of comments like oh my god that's so cheap why don't you charge more for that and i'm like because it's not it's not about like you know taking everybody's money as much as i can it's about having a community of people and being able to have awesome conversations with people like sea chaser and and it's about the long-term goal of it i always want to be giving more than i'm actually asking for and if you know obviously the show's for free so if anybody is willing to spend a little bit of money on it, then that's a huge compliment. I mean, that just means a ton. So thank you to everyone, everyone from our tier one to our tier six patrons. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much um, for being here. Uh, can you use PayPal to buy that? I believe so. Um, go to patreon.com yeah, that's- slash. That's
1: that's how
0: i'm paying for it's paypal there you go yeah patreon.com elder scrolls lorecast so you can look at all the different tiers everything from tier, tier one you get episodes a day early you get your own rss feed so you don't have any of the advertisements you also get longer versions of the episodes, so you'll hear some of like the pre-chat or the post chat if we you know start a little bit early or if we go a little bit long after the official ending um some of that stuff is actually the best stuff because we're not really doing the show we're just talking about whatever and it gets really silly Um, And then, of course, there's other other things you can get for other tiers, including joining the show. You get discounts for some of the shirts and merch and stuff. That's like a permanent discount. So if ever you decide to buy a shirt, then you're going to pay less. Um, But check all the different (laughs) stuff. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there. So go check it out. And thank you again to everyone who helps support the show. I really appreciate it. Hey there. My name is Jameson or Big Cat. And I am Brenna or Mother Goose. And together we are the hosts of the DL Weekly Gaming News.
1: Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gamer related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download.
0: And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims.
1: So come and hang out with us every week
0: and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. So what was that, Sea Chaser?
1: Um, Where did you get that old old man voice from? That old man voice? That one right there? Yeah.
0: That's Shea Gora.: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, actually, that's actually a voice line from one of the games.
1: So, yeah, it's from... So I've, I have friends who have played the other games, right, mm-hmm. and I thought one of them mentioned that, um, and of Morrowind maybe, um, you basically become Sheagorath or something.
0: Oh, the end of Oblivion's expansion. End of Oblivion. Yeah, there's an expansion where you go to the Shivering Isles. I believe it's called the Shivering Isles, and that's where you learn about the um, the fact that Sheogorath was previously Jigalag, and he was cursed by the other Daedra. Um, and Jigalag was was originally the Daedra of Order, and he was cursed to become like the Daedra of Chaos. And once every era of the world, at the end of that era. Jigalag returns and you as the player character end up basically taking on the role of Sheogorath in that. You become Sheogorath, which is really interesting because it makes you wonder like is that the previous player character that you run into in Skyrim? Yeah. Like yeah. how does that actually so- work? Or is that canon? Is that a canon ending or does did that not actually happen that way? Like how does that work out?
1: So there's, um, a guy you meet in, um, a dark elf meet in Solstheim. He's wearing, uh, full armor and, uh, it's the armor with like the weird little goggle eyes mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you can find him in over there. And then I was looking online because I wanted to see what he looks like underneath all of that armor. Oh, yeah? If you give him like stronger armor, he won't take the old stuff off because it was especially... Apparently, specially uh, huh. forged by someone. But apparently, uh, if you get the um, light touch um, pickpocketing, where you can take the armor off people, you take the armor off him. He looks like the um, like the art art character from Morrowind. If you know what I mean. So like. So like
0: hmm. it's this
1: if you like if you look at the Skyrim cover, it's got that dragonborn guy with the cur- curls horned helmet. Right. And so like the guy that they made for Morrowind. Really? Looks a lot like this guy you find in
0: Solstein. Okay, what's do you know what his name is?
1: Um A E R N.
0: A. think how
1: you spell it. A E R N.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In Sarah, maybe. S E R O, first name, last name, and zero. I don't know. Right. Uh, I can, I can look him. Up. Let's see if I can look him up.
0: Yeah. Can you oh, still hear me? I can still hear you. I'm. Uh, right. That doesn't come up as anything. I don't know. I don't know. Like you'll have to let me know when you figure out who that is. We can kind of dig into that. Um, if it looks like a character from, like the the, the character models from Morrowind, are so low poly. You're so like yeah. low poly, and there isn't a uh, character. Tel-
1: tel- tel- Teldrin Saro. How do you spell that? T-E-L-D-R-Y-A.
0: Okay, there it is. I see Teldrin Saro. All right, let's uh, let's go to the UESP article about him. Yeah, yeah, I, I see here the the funny goggles and stuff. Uh, his spell sword is a mercenary found in the Wretching netch. He can be hired as a follower for 500 gold. He wears a full set of light Chitin armor, including the cuirass, boots, bracers, and helmet. He carries an Elven sword and an Elven dagger. Uh, he knows a bunch of spells, blah, 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 as a follower related quests. Um, he only equipped headwear given to him that does not expose his face and has higher armor rating than his default Chitin helmet. He's one of the two hirelings that cannot be married. Uh duh, 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 bugs, there's bugs. I don't see anything on the UA UASP article about yeah. him, but um that's interesting. But he's a dark elf. Yes. Yeah.
1: Intelligence Zero face. Here we go. Okay. Intelligent Zero Face.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Uh, and there was an article I was reading about it. Interesting. Probably on Reddit or something. So
0: you think that he is a character that existed uh, in Morrowind, like he is the Nerevarine potentially.
1: Yes, or that's what someone I read on this um, uh, article I was reading about.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. We'll have to dig into that. Um, I mean, it sounds like it's just a coincidence that he just looks like a dark elf that also looks like somebody from Morrowind. Like that's yeah, not- he's
1: got he's got this. Um, face paint
0: Yeah, the 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 that that paint that goes around here. Yeah.
1: Down the side, which is what they had in uh, um, Morrowind. Let's see if I can find the picture of.
0: Yeah, there there's oh, a regular oh, search yeah. for near Atjer'n uh, Saro near What happened to the Narevrien Fandom article? Uh anyone know what happened to the Believe he's still alive. This is a uh Saro to be honest, I suspect that Teldrin Sarah might be Nervarine, considering how talented he is in combat, the fact that you can't get his helmet off, and how he mentions uh, he's he's met uh, St. Jube?
1: Yeah, there's that, that whole article I was reading about was that talking about how right. this guy might be the Nervarine. Nervarine, right. nerve Nerv-
0: Nerv- Nerv- Nerv-
1: Nerv- 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 Nerv-
0: Never. In. Never in. Never, in. Never, in. Never, in. Never in. Yeah, Saint Jube the Eradicator was a saint of both the Tribunal Temple and the New Temple. He was named a saint after cleansing Vardenfell of the Cliff Racer menace. He was later killed in the city of Kavach by Dromora during the Oblivion Crisis, and his soul was sent to the Soul Karn. Huh. Interesting. Oh, Jube Jube is the guy you meet at the beginning of Morrowind on the ship
1: take the word for
0: it and he's a dark elf also and he's got a scar yeah. on his right eye okay interesting okay weird weird
1: stuff and, I mean elves live a long time so yeah There's nothing to say that you never and wouldn't
0: be alive yeah that's true it could be a thing could be a thing um,
1: um, Baron Zaya might still be alive for all we know And she was alive and Talos was alive
0: Right, yeah. The, I mean, it seems also coincidental that like they would be in and around the locations that you're in and around on those other games, but you know, well, always Morrowind
1: possible. is right there by Sky, Morrowind was right, right there by Skyrim. Yeah,
0: Solstheim is kind of right there between the two of them, so it could be Tel- it could be the case.
1: Inteldrin was talking about how uh, he was working a job for a Nord, and then it went south, and he he ended up getting stuck on Solstheim
0: uh uh-huh. yeah i wonder if this is one of those things that doesn't have a right answer it's just got enough in it to make people wonder if it's a thing Ooh, yeah. you know like the developers are just like oh, i'm just gonna stick this in here and make some little references and maybe and, it is and maybe it isn't and I mean you'll never know
1: and spell sword is kind of how i was playing sever the orc mm. so with magic in left hand and a uh, single-handed sword in the other hand i gotcha So mostly like I would mostly use flame Mm -hmm. flames magic.
0: Yeah. I had a hard time (laughs) using magic characters in Skyrim and getting too far with them. I always felt like the second level of combat spells were harder to hit things with because I
1: just think, yeah,
0: because like when you're just casting like fire and it's just like a flame coming out of your hands, it hits anything in front of you. But when you're casting a little fireball, it's easy to miss. It does a lot more damage yeah. when it hits, but it takes a lot more uh, magic power, Magicka, and it it's also easier to miss. So it was always hard to get to the point where you could actually use that enough to get l- continue leveling up and get, get up to a higher level.
1: Yeah, so for me, I didn't like two-handed weapons because they were too slow. Mm-hmm. But single-handed weapons were a little bit too weak. So take the flames in the left hand and they're out of range for the sword but in range for the fire get their damage down a little bit till mm-hmm. you get close enough to them and mm-hmm. finish them off with the sword
0: yeah i also noticed that with the flames uh you get an initial burst damage so it's actually Mm-mm. you do higher dps if you don't just hold down the button if you flame 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 rather than just holding down yeah which is interesting because the game doesn't tell you that but you just kind of notice it so yeah interesting stuff um well you're saying you've said you you aren't jumping into eso there's an article about the companion system which i think is interesting from from the perspective of somebody who doesn't play eso and i'm guessing you don't play mmos in general is that right
1: Uh, not really
0: right so adding companions into eso does that make it more appealing to you
1: well, I'm still going to play it eventually, irregardless.
0: Right. But is that is it something you find that you liked about, say, Skyrim that you're glad they're going to have, or does it not matter?
1: Um, well, normally I in Skyrim, I usually have a companion follow me around. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of times where they do things I don't want them to do.
0: Right, right. And then you accidentally kill them, right. and then you have to, like, go back or...
1: like going up to talk to Parthenax up on the mountain there. Um, back, yeah, I had Janessa following me, I think. And then she starts attacking him cause he's a dragon. And I'm like, no, we're trying, we're trying to talk to this one.
0: Right, we like, i right.
1: trying to have a conversation with him. So I have to tell her to go home <laughs> so I can do the quest. <laughs> right. And that's come up more than once.
0: Well, in in ESO, the companions are are will follow you around, and you can equip them, you can give them commands and things. Um, but the way that engine works, I doubt that they're ever gonna attack anything that you don't uh, tell them to, or initiate combat with first, or get close enough and already is aggro to you, would be my guess.
1: So, I also know that in Sky, Skyrim, a lot of the companions who follow you will report you to the authorities if you do a crime in front of them
0: because they don't like when you do crimes because of their like personality they're,
1: like they're technically like lawful good uh-huh so they'll rep- like if you break into a house and start stealing stealing things and they see you do that they'll report you <laughs> but then there are some there are some like janessa the dark elf
0: mm-hmm.
1: who's like yeah i'm down for crimes let's do this yeah let's do so. it i'm
0: i'm yeah I'm, I'm in i'm with you um huh I didn't when so i, I played know. almost every time i've played through skyrim i've been very light on the companion side of it um most of the time because i would accidentally get them murdered at some point and then yeah, i'd have so to deal um, with that
1: in that last quest i was talking about in solstheim you get another black book where you go into that weird oily tentacle place
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes yes uh hermai mora's uh, I, I, uh n- realm right
1: I'm not fond of not fond of that place. But in this book, uh, you can choose a different three different powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's one where you can't, where you don't do harm to companions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You've
1: got to go. do this quest in solve so you don't hurt your friends.
0: Yeah, I remember that now.
1: there was the one time I accidentally killed Lydia. Yeah. When back when I first start, first started playing, I was like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna have to go back to a different save." because I don't want her dead.
0: Yeah. There were times in the game where I was like charging through, uh, like I was at the point where I was pretty powerful and I'd be like charging through a dungeon, like climbing upstairs and killing stuff and fighting things and going from one room to the next and just killing everybody. And I would end up like, I don't know, three or four rooms in and then look around and be like, you know, where's lydia or whoever whatever companion i had and just like where'd they go and i'd have to backtrack yeah. and i'd find that they like slid down the entire stairwell of like the front of the place because they died at the front because i accidentally hit them with like i don't know a fireball or something yeah. and, and then I, i'm like oh God, i gotta go back like 15 minutes on my save or half an hour or however long it's been that i've been just like running around killing stuff that was always yeah, a bummer. So
1: there's a, there was a one time i was attacking a fortress with the empire against storm cloaks and i had lydia with me and the i did the orcish rage while attacking and i see her body lying there
0: mm-hmm. uh-oh you look like you froze he's oh he's slightly very slowly moving hello uh, oh. I, uh, I think you uh, might be having an internet
1: issue I mean i'm sitting still right now so
0: there you go now you're no it's like it's I, like it was in yeah, slow motion for a second too, so. <laughs> yeah that's so weird it's yeah, like a, a it got in in slow motion um yeah that, that stuff happens that's and true
1: and the uh dark brotherhood quest when you get shadow that horse right yeah. that weird horse that has no explanation
0: yeah yeah
1: the other the other deity mysterious
0: yeah it's like a super horse i
1: know that he shows up he shows up in other games too and he comes out of a thing of black Mm goop i don't know where um i also know that he's not supposed to die
0: yeah you can't kill him except
1: i don't know where i don't know where my shadow mirror is
0: i think that happened to me once and i went a very long time and then all of a sudden he just showed back up at some point
1: because he's been gone almost since I finished the Dark Brotherhood quest.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, think, I I don't, don't know if it's know a glitch in the went. game or like somehow it's like I, I don't know. But I I do feel like that happened to me once. And again, I'm re, I'm trying to remember back like nine or ten years uh, on some of the stuff that I did back way 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 when I was originally playing through the game. And I play and I put like three or four hundred hours in the game. So like I spent a lot of time yeah. in it. It's just been a long time, also. But I I do feel like that that happened and then uh like he showed back up it was either shadow mirror or it was a companion somebody disappeared and i couldn't get them to show <laughs> yeah. back up and it didn't matter if i fast traveled it didn't matter if i saved and reloaded nothing they were gone and then i think it must have been like another 15 hours in the game or something and then all of a sudden for no reason they just like showed back up and i was like hey you came back <laughs> that's amazing yeah, yeah it's crazy
1: but with, with the amount, amount of horses, I with you, I kind of need an immortal
0: horse. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like Shadowmere a great addition they, once you get them.
1: They climb over mountains easier than you do. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Every time I'm playing Somehow. anything on any other game, and I get you can't climb over a mountain, I, I will, and I'll say this on stream. I'll be like, "Wow, oh, where's my Skyrim horse when I need it?" Because <laughs> yeah. like the Skyrim horses could go up like angles that are just impossible.
1: But they also um, look from you like straight on, so uh, some. For some reason, Scarm horses are predators. <laughs> they true. don't look at you like normal horses do like from the side. They look right. straight on.
0: Right, like their eyes should be like at the sides, but instead they're like
1: <laughs> they look at you
0: <laughs> like with two eyes. That's a good point. That's really funny.
1: And they take, and then they take damage for you when you jump off cliffs, and they're just useful.
0: Yeah, they're they're like, like the perfect
1: that's, companions. That's that's how I've killed most of my horses are jumping off cliffs.
0: Well, there you go. Well, I feel bad for your horses, but. Yeah. i mean they're, they're kind of the yoshi of skyrim
1: they're only they're only a thousand gold right it's like nothing
0: right right it's like nothing that's like nothing that's to the
1: true. richest man in skyrim
0: right especially when you're spending forty thousand on the guy who's just stealing your money for a, a dragon priest we've made it full circle back to that original story you told about losing all your money to the dragon priest yeah. guy um man, this whatever is whatever his name is, whatever his name is, uh, in chat, Bribbon, Bribbon, right. uh, I love modding Skyrim and there is a companion mod to have multiple companions at once. And it adds a few hundred companion options. Yeah, man. Some of the mods have been amazing. My wife, when she yeah. plays so. Skyrim, she will purposely do quests that get you somebody who follows you around. And then she purposely doesn't finish them so that they keep following her around. So she'll have a train of like three or four or five, companions Uh, (laughs) legitimately (laughs) without yeah yeah without modding the game so every time she finds a quest where she gets a companion she doesn't finish the quest line which like there's so good there's part of me that's just like ocd about that i'm just i feel bad like these people are just following me around the world doing all these other things and i'm like oh we'll (laughs) get to your stuff eventually just keep following me but it totally works it totally works your wife is a smart woman (laughs) She's, she's a very smart woman yes Yes, um, and she's she's an amazing person, very smart. And yeah, so, so whenever I would watch her play, I was like, what do you do with like four people following you around? And she's like, oh, I just purposely don't turn in the quests. <laughs> I know there is- And she just stands back and lets them murder everything because she's got like f- like an army with her. Yeah. And they won't die. So. And they don't die. Like she walks into a room and she's <laughs> like, not? oh, no. And then she backs up and then everybody fights everything for her. And then she's like, thanks. And then she walks through the rest of the room.
1: So it's also annoying that when a companion stops in front of the door and you're trying to get around them, or like a narrow cavern and you can't get around them. Yeah. But if you get close enough and just look at them, they'll be like, "Oh, and back up."
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Which,
1: which I, for some reason, more often than not, I have female companions.
0: And you're just the lady man. The, you're just uh, the lady or your uh, orc ladies man. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's your facial hair. It's and the direct. Yeah
1: the dragonborn is shorter than everyone else dragonborn is the shortest person in skyrim so so when they're in my way the uh the the
0: The camera is like low it's just kind of just a little yeah yeah
1: just a kind of have you tried yeah kind of
0: yeah you end up looking at their at their chest yeah have you played skyrim vr yeah (laughs) So in Skyrim, no, in Skyrim, I, I Skyrim just, VR on the switch. Okay. So if you get a chance to play Skyrim VR sometime, like if you, if you get it on some platform mm-hmm. that you have, or a friend has it, play it, you know, in any VR game, you can change your height, like, cause it has to adjust to the player, right? You have to tell that, tell where the floor is. So you'll default to being like a little bit shorter than everyone else at least yeah. in my my version of the game you default to being a little bit shorter so you're always looking up at them a little bit like you feel like everyone's looking down at you and so you can adjust it so you're like about on eye level with everyone but it also makes everything else in the game smaller it's 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 like it's like you become bigger so the rest of the game becomes smaller um but what's the weirdest thing about playing Skyrim in Skyrim VR is items in the world are not necessarily the size that you would expect them to be because when it's on a flat screen in front of you you can't tell but when you're when you're actually surrounded by the world and you're in the world it's super weird so for example the first thing you need to do when you do when you play this game is is find a companion and get them to walk around with you or just find somebody else in the world and pick up an apple and hold it up to their head Apples in Skyrim are, this, are bigger than heads. It's amazing. They're like the biggest apples. They're like little little pu- pumpkin-sized apples. They're they're huge. Mm-hmm. Um, like and and things in the world just don't like in your head. Looking at things on a screen like. This is another one and I've mentioned this before, you know, when you're in a crypt and you have to move the the different images and they turn like, there's like the snake one and the, and the yeah. bird and the, and you in like the dolphin looking one and you turn it, those, those mechanisms that turn in my, in my mind in the game are should be about this big. Yeah. Right. No, they're the size of a, of a person. These things are huge. <laughs> they're gigantic. Uh-huh. But when you're looking at a flat screen, they don't appear that big, like, because you're you know, I don't know, it's a flat screen and just doesn't register that they're as big as they are. Um, so the world is very different. And yet some of the things in it are significantly yeah. different in size than you would expect them to be, which is kind of fun.
1: So, um, have you seen what happens when you, um, put the, uh, steel plate armor on a female companion?
0: Mm, I don't know what, what happens. I mean, I've probably done it, but I don't know if I noticed. Does it mess with their proportions?
1: um, (laughs) Let's just say it's very skin tight on the females.
0: Skyrim steel plate armor on female. What is this? I mean... (laughs) it shapes around their boobs like they get boob armor. Yes. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah Which yeah. doesn't really happen in any of the um arm- much of the other armors.
0: Oh, really? For some reason that armor yeah. gives you boob armor. Yeah, that's the big running joke about fantasy games and stuff is that like women have boob armor which wouldn't make any sense in the real world because it would direct blades into the middle of their chest rather than routing yeah. it around your body well
1: there, there are, there's boob armor does exist in history though that's it is a thing
0: yeah but most of the time it wasn't like that's not what was used yeah by women um even like know, yeah
1: but then if you go look at like the um uh blades armor on a female it's just You can't see my hands i'm making hand
0: gestures Uh uh-huh it's just you can't it's just it's just rounded right
1: it's yeah just it looks like normal armor almost right
0: right because there's no reason that the outside of the armor needs to be shaped for the inside like the inside of the armor like the outside of the armor should be cylindrical so that any blade hitting it gets routed around your body right that's that's what it's for
1: so the steel plate and ebony armor both do that
0: yeah yeah. That's a design thing. Yep. Yep. the yeah, he does it too. You're right. I
1: feel, like, I feel like that's not necessarily needed, but yeah, it's one of those it. like
0: f- f- fantasy tropey things, but yeah, it is. It is what it is. Um, so but back
1: to talking about the empire uh-huh. or and, and companions, there's a quest you can do in, uh, wind Is that the one with the palace of the Kings? Uh, one where one where storm cloak was from.
0: Oh God, you're asking me. You're asking me lore questions during a lore episode. Um, Windhelm. Windhelm. I I confuse Windhelm and White Run because and Winterhold because they all have the W at the beginning and my brain truncates words. So Windhelm I, is the city of kings. I've, yes, north northeast yeah, Skyrim. So that's I'm, what you're talking about
1: yeah i've spent so much time in the white run i know which one right, right white one is but yeah um, they're
0: all two syllables and they all start with a w so in my head they all get smushed together
1: the Windhelm is the one that has that port in the palace of the kings or whatever mm-hmm. but there's um a quest you can do for the east empire company where we help them get their, their shipment or something right yes and you can get this you can get this um female um empire officer As a companion, which I don't understand how that works with the lore, because once she becomes a follower, you can take her from that storehouse and set her up as a steward in your house. And you can take away all her empire armor and put her into whatever armor you want.
0: So it's like she abandons her post.
1: So basically she loses her job to come work for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She, she betrays the empire. And if she's a soldier, she, she just like, she just ditches them and just leaves. like, that's probably a a big no, no,
1: but technically I'm a legate, Imperial legate. So Uh, 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 I'm important.
0: Maybe she, maybe she just starts reporting to you. Maybe that's how it works. That could be it.
1: I'm the superior officer. Well, there you go. Makes sense. She just watches over my half completed house that's
0: fine yep i mean there are real world situations where people of important position have used to their authority to make people do for things for them personal things like taking care of their own property and stuff that happens uh so Eh, maybe you're just corrupt maybe you're just a corrupt official
1: i mean technically i believe my character should be the emperor
0: (laughs) yeah okay
1: uh as the dragonborn, I have a claim to the empire.
0: You do have the dragon blood running through your veins. So there is that. So. Yeah.
1: I believe I should be the emperor.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'll vote for you. But then again, you don't I'm, vote for emperors. So
1: I, I, I killed the last one, too. And technically, that's normally how emper- emperors take over. assassinations and... <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well you should walk around and just treat everybody like you're they're your servants and see how that works yeah
1: yeah i mean i deserve the power
0: yeah well i think that's a wonderful place to to end our episode uh talking about I you may, being the emperor the god yeah you're, yeah I mean, you've mantled you've mantled the god you uh you are the dragonborn you've met the Narvarien
1: I can summon, um, fighters from, um,
0: sovereign guard, right. You can summon fighters from sovereign guard. You, you have all of these abilities. I mean, who's going to, who's going to, who is going to be able to stand up to you when you, when you say, listen, I'm now the emperor. And they're like, no, you're not like,
1: I've, you can just foos them off a mountain. uh, I've been blessed by the, um, nightingale's Daedric Prince lady, whatever her name is.
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm, a a ni- lady?
1: I'm a nightingale. I am the leader of the dark brotherhood. I lead the thieves guild.
0: Maybe I'm an imperial officer. Maybe you just need to finish the mage's guild stuff. Maybe that's the one requirement you have left.
1: And then, and then I'll be.
0: That's it. Emperor. That's it. Um, Birch game says, has anyone tried to become the high king mod in Skyrim? Maybe you should try that. Maybe you should try some mods. Maybe there's a mod that just makes you well, emperor.
1: I play on
0: the switch oh you play on the switch, switch. yeah
1: i've mentioned that
0: before right ah oh, yeah you can't on mod switch,
1: it so i can't really mod it oh but, no and my macbook my macbook air won't be able to play anything else really well on it
0: <laughs> yeah oh that's a bummer well tell you what i think it's uh time to wrap up the show this has been a super fun conversation c chaser thanks again for helping to support the show this has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I Dietrich
1: love. Dejic Lord
0: Sea Chaser. Dejic Lord Sea Chaser. I love. I love your perspective on the game and the things that you've done and, and all that stuff. Um, sorry, Birch Games. Yeah, the episode's done, but you guys will be able to get this episode. It's available. It'll be available on YouTube um, very soon. I'm trying. I'll try and get it up tomorrow for everybody. Usually, it takes. Uh, it's like the day after. It's like. Two days after, since it's like tonight and then next day and then the next morning that the episodes go live. But this one's late this week because we were trying to work it out for our patrons to join us. Uh, but it just became the uh, the uh, Robots and Sea Chaser show, which was was been super fun. Yeah. So thanks thanks for joining me, Sea Chaser. Is there anything you want to yeah. share? Any ways people can get a hold of you or anything you're working oh, on? Yeah. to talk about.
1: If you, uh, choose to support me in my rightful claim to the empire, you can <laughs> follow me on Instagram at cchaser.ak, where I don't post very often.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And, um, I'm also on TikTok at that, uh, at that same, uh, uh, username.
0: Everybody should send cchaser, and uh, for the emperor memes. If
1: you're in the
0: car <laughs> <Vanessa>. <laughs> oh no you're getting all choppy i'm losing you yeah oh you're back
1: oh uh, i think my- or you were yeah. ah. once you do you get approved
0: oh no oh no yeah it's getting it's getting all choppy um yeah well, so if you're interested in chatting with Sea Chaser, make sure you jump onto our Discord and check out the Robots Radio Discord, and you're welcome, Sea Chaser, to share your stuff on there. You, you, the voice is getting a little choppy with the, the internet connection. Oh, it was there. Yeah. Now it's being weird again. Oh well, at least we got through everything up until this point fairly well before yeah. things got too weird. Um, but thanks for joining us. I uh, will be back on Thursday night with uh Rich from. Zoss, which is gonna be awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Um
1: how's how's your bandwidth gonna be this time? Uh
0: my bandwidth should be good. I'm uh Rachel Lambert is coming. Um I'm downstairs in my office now, so I'm actually wired in, so everything should be working better now. Um so I should
1: be able to stream you this time?
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Like Everything should be fine. So, um, shouldn't be any issues. And, uh, so rich Lambert will be here. Uh, Lotus Vadum And I have a bunch of questions for him about the new content for ESO that's coming out in just a month and we're gonna have a wonderful conversation. So make sure you tune in for that. It will be available as a regular episode up everywhere, but if you want to get it, if you want to check it out live, then be here on Thursday night, 9 PM Eastern twitch.tv slash robots radio. And if you uh, miss it and you still want to get it a little bit early, then that goes out to all our patrons the next day. And then of course it goes out to everybody on Saturday morning. So you can get it there. Um, but that's what we got going on. So I'll be back then. And until then everybody take it easy, stay safe. See chaser. Thank you for joining me. This has been super fun. <laughs> Have a good rest of your, your week. And hopefully I'll see you on Twitch and everything will be working well for you on you know okay. your bandwidth side of it. All right. We'll talk to everybody later. Have a good night, everyone. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at Lorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at eso lorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon.
1: You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast
0: smart shows for interesting people check out all the shows at robotsradio.net hey I'm Tom and I'm Stuart and we're from the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast we talk about all things connected to D&D lore and we're on the Robots Radio Network so if you're into Dungeons and Dragons or you're into lore then come check us out you can find us on any podcatcher Apple Podcasts, Spotify Google Play, wherever you get podcasts roll more dice That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. Since the dawn of time, there have been storytellers who teach through their stories. These myths give rise to fundamental truths, and these truths shape our collective experience. Yet these myths are not something of the past, and today they engage us more fully in the story itself. Video games allow us to live the lives of our favorite myths. My name is Blue Crew 86 host of Focus Fire Chat, and I want to invite you to explore our modern-day myths with us. Join with us as we explore the stories, the mythologies of the Destiny franchise, as well as other games. Let's explore together. Hello, gentle listener. Every Friday, be sure to tune in. What to the a- hell are you oh. doing, oh. Ampersand? <laughs> Hi, Charlie. I'm sorry, I broke in. And I thought I was the only one to talk to myself. Well, I'm letting everyone know about The Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. Wee-hoo! It's a 5e live play podcast. Join us every week. Where do we find it, you old crusty coot? Uh, anywhere you can get all your podcasts. Wee-hoo! it every friday you stupid cat <laughs>